time not in our usual place, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, in case I disappear suddenly, <laughs> you'll know why. <clears throat> All right, anyway, hope for the best. Om Ajnanatimadandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shigurave Naman Shri Chaitanyamano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Rabhanatang Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Paridana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vancha Kalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Nama E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yeah, welcome everyone to our Saturday Sangha. This is the 18th of September 2021 and it's 1.19 in the afternoon by our watch. Uh, and I'm in a place, I'm just down the road from a place called, what's it called, Ustka. Yeah, um, on the seaside. And uh, we are not in the sea, we are by the sea. Just one and a half kilometers, 1.7 kilometers from the sea. And so 
Uh, we can continue. Today we can celebrate, we are celebrating, the appearance of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Kedarnat Dat Bhaktivinoda. Yeah. Very special Acharya. Um, historically very significant for the modern time basically bringing Gaudiya Vaishnavism into the modern age. Um, I think there's a nice uh, set of three acharyas. We have Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, and Srila Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada History may show uh, that these three um, made a special mark in turning Vaishnavism to the modern world. And we are singing a song from Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This is one of the ways that he brought Vaishnavism to the modern world, even in Bengal, in Bengali language. And uh, today we have lots of musical instruments in the form of our voices. <laughs> and we have three voices here today <laughs> uh, on site. And we have, in addition to myself, we have Madai Jivanitai and we have Bhakta Anukul, who are our intrepid assistants. <laughs> and we are singing Bhaktivinoda Thakur's 12th song of Upadesha from his song collection Kalyana Kalpataru, the wish-fulfilling tree of auspiciousness. Mm. And he's continuing, continuing to address his mind. Manare dhana moda nitanta asar dhana jana bitta jatta e deher anugatta deho gele she shakal char. Oh, my dear mind, you are greatly intoxicated by your wealth and possessions. But just let me tell you that this is completely useless. Asar means useless. When this body is gone, Edeher <clears throat> Anugata, uh, your wealth, followers, property, as well as everything else that depends on this body, dana, jana, bitta, um, yeah, dana means wealth, bitta can mean property, I guess, um, <clears throat> jata, whatever, e deher anugato, all of that which comes with the body, Deho gele, when the body goes, she shakal char. This will all 
be good for nothing. Um, and then, Bidyard. So, my dear mind, don't, don't. Yeah, we can see this as uh, all these songs as teaching the mind humility because pride, the opposite of humility, is coming from uh, thinking oneself to be something and to be an owner of something. Last week uh, was the song was about relying on the body itself as a source of pride. And we may remember Bhaktivinoda said that um, when the body goes, then what's going to happen? Your relatives will take you to the cremation ground. They'll burn your body. And then what will they do? They'll turn around and go back home. <laughs> and that'll be it. <laughs> Finished. So here he's saying, because um, someone might think, well, okay, nothing to be proud of my body, but what about my wealth? What about my family? What about this and that? And here he's saying, nope. Uh, um, so verse 2, Bidyar jote kacheshta chikit shaka upadeshta. Keho deho rakibare nare. Ojopo hoile sesha. Dehamatro aboshesha jiba nahi raken adere. Despite all the vast medical knowledge, Bidyar and dexterous efforts of the advising physician. Uh, I think that would be the vidyar, vaidya. Um, um, the cheshta, the efforts, chikitsaka. Chikitsaka, yeah, with the ka, that would be the, the uh, physician. Uh, his advising, upadeshta. So the Chikitsaka Upadeshta, despite all that, one will never be able to keep this temporary body. Keho, Deho, Rakibare, Nare. So Rakibare, uh, maintaining or protecting the body, Deha. Na, Nare, it will not happen. When the life heirs expire, ajapa hoile shesha, when there's a shesha, an, a, an ending of, um, hmm, ajapa, I guess means breathing. When the life heirs expire, the only thing which will be left behind is the gross body, dehamatra avashesha, Matra means only, only the body. Avashesha will remain. Jiva nahi taken adere, and for the soul, cannot remain trapped within such a dead container for very long.
jiva nahi taken. Taken means remaining, staying. Um, adhere. Dane jodi pran dito dito. Dani rajana marita. Dharmer hoito ravana. If wealth had the power to prolong life, dane jodi, so this is conditional, if wealth, pranadita, would give life, um, then a rich king would never have to die. <laughs> dani raja na marita, marito. <clears throat> Dani, so dana means wealth. Dani is a person with wealth, a wealthy person. So a wealthy raja, na marito, would not die. Dharmer hoito ravana. The demon named Ravana also thought that he possessed deathlessness until he was finally killed by Lord Rama. Dane nahi rake deho deho gele nahe keho ateva ki koribe dana. Hmm. Dara mir hoito ravana. Okay. Thus we see that no one, no one to date has ever been able to protect and keep his body with any amount of money. Excuse me, for no one can prevent his body from dying. Deho gele nahe keho. So, dane in wealth, nahi rake is not keeping deha, the body. Deha gele, the body. When, when the body goes, nahe keho. Uh, keho, I thought is a question word. How? Hmm. In any case, ataeva ki koribe dan. Therefore, ataeva, uh, what is the use of your riches? Ki koribe dan. Literally, what will you do uh, with wealth? And finally, jodi take bahudan niche hobe akinshan baishnaber koro upokar. Dear mind, if you have any excess wealth, bahudan, jodi take if, if remains um, bahu, much wealth, then just make yourself lowly, nije hoibe, akinshan, akinshana, lowly and humble. Um, make yourself as if possessing nothing, and use that wealth to do something beneficial, vaishnavera koro upakar, for the service of the Vaishnavas. Do some upakar. Um, upakar, I believe, means gift. So, 
do giving uh, to of the Vaishnavas, Vaishnavir Karu, Upakar. Jibe doya anukhan, because the ksha in Bengali is pronounced instead of ksha, it ka sha, it's like double ka. Anukhan. Radha Krishna Aradhan. Koro shoda hoje. Shodachar. Constantly showing compassion to all souls, worship Radha Krishna and always make your standard of behavior clean, saintly, and virtuous. So, Jibe Doya, Anukshan, Anukshan at every moment, Kshana means moment, Anu following, so ongoing, moment by moment. Jibe doya, doya, compassion, mercy uh, to the jivas. Radha Krishna aradhana, worshipping Radha Krishna. Koro shada hoje sadachar. Do sadachar be. Um, sometimes we translate sadachar as Vaishnav etiquette. Uh, it's sat which means true or real or right or proper. And achar means behavior. So do proper behavior. Um, when? Sada, always. Koro sada hoje. Hoje. Be doing always sadachar, something like that. So we get the formula for what to do in the last part of the song. Okay, let's see how we're going to do this now with our um, all our instruments. We could we we could play my uh, electronic tampura. <laughs> That's an idea. Let's see if we can do that. And that would be something different. I also have no. Nah, that's no. I have Garage Band. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, here we go. I tabla pro, how's that? Mm -mm -mm. So, how do we play it, Master? Oh, yeah. Okay. Tampura and one, and we can even have two Tampuras. No, one is enough. We could have Tabla, and uh, let's see what happens with Tabla. Oops. That's too fast. How do we make it slow? 
Uh, oops. Controls. We can make it slower. Tempo. Manane. Okay, now the only problem is it's too high pitch. But we can change that. How do we change it? Teen Tempo Tamu Master. I don't know how to change the pitch. There's an, I know there's a way to do it. Tom, uh, style. Presets or more. Now oh, this takes too long to figure out. It was something very simple, but I don't know. Oh, mixer. Ah. Okay, that's the lowest, I think. Manare. <clears throat> Let's see if this works. <clears throat> We're following this in the footsteps of Sachinanan Swami. He always has his uh, Tampura gizmo. He has this big box. It's like this big. We have just mobile phone style. <laughs> okay, let's see. Manare Dinamada Nitanta Asa. That's very low, isn't it? Manare Dinamada Nitanta Asa. Dana Jana. Bitta jata Edehe Anugata That's too slow. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get it right. Uh, this is the age of machines. Digital machines. And yeah, this might work better. Dana jana, bitta jata, e deher anugata. Dana jana, bitta jata, e deher anugata. Deho gele 
Koro sada hoje sada cha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Nittai Gaura Haribo 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 Gaura Haribo Nittai Gaura Haribo 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 Gaura Haribo Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakura Ki Jai Jai yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're off to a roaring start. Um, thank you again all for joining. Um, and Again, for those who have come, today is Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's appearance day celebration. Uh, um, and tomorrow is uh, the disappearance of Srila Haridas Thakur, Nama Charya Srila Haridas Thakur. And if I understood what I heard today, um, Monday is the day Srila Prabhupada took sannyas. Yeah. So lots of uh, special days for us. There's always something to celebrate in Krishna consciousness. Something to celebrate or something to observe. I don't like to call departure days, disappearance days, celebrations, but more like observances. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go back to your notes. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Hare Krishna, anyone have anything to show and or tell? Usually there's some telling that goes with showing, but there could also be telling without showing.
or we can say that telling is a kind of sh of showing. Uh, from any of you anywhere in the three worlds, we have lots of devotees today. Oh, I just noticed Bhaktin Ella is with us. Blues Ella. <laughs> Huh? Somebody else is speaking. Okay. Um, okay. And Narayani is with us, all the way from Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> and Ananda Leela and Gorachandra also from Brazil. I like how they say, in Brazil, they say Brazil, which sounds very Polish. It's like L in Polish. You have a, the L with a crooked line through it. It makes the U sound. So maybe there's some connection between Brazil and Poland. Some ancient connection. Okay. All right. Uh, well, let me ask this. Uh, did anyone do some of the reading that I suggest? Oh, Audarya Chandrika, you wanted to say something? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. Hare Krishna. Um, yes, Guru Maharaj, I want to share something uh, because it was so, I was so happy um, uh, that on a day of uh, appearance, day of Srimati Radharani, I was listening some lectures on YouTube. And um, somehow, usually I try to find some lectures also from devotees from Chopati because uh, they have so many stories. I don't know from where they get it, but they are so amazing, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening one, I, I never heard about him, one Brahmachari devotee. And uh, it was a lecture about, of course, Shimati Radharani. And then in the middle of the lecture, he said that once you, Guru Maharaj, you were there with Radhanath Swami. And you ask a question um, to His Holiness Radhanath Swami. And I was like, what? And you were uh, a DT minister. Uh, uh, you, were, you, you, you did that uh, service at that time yet. And uh, you ask uh, Maharaj a question uh, like, how, um, uh, how, is it, how it is that Rupa and Sanatana Goswami um, established the deities of Krishna? and didn't establish the deities of Srimati Radharani. How is it? So that was your question. And then um, Maharaj um, said so beautifully uh, that, uh, that uh, why is this happening is because that our great Acharyas see Krishna. Uh, I mean, whenever they see Krishna, they see Srimati Radharani in within his heart. So wherever Krishna is, Radharani is always in the core of his heart. <laughs> and then it was so beautiful. And then later on, the same devotee uh, was saying that how to understand, uh, so how to understand Srimad Radharani. And he explains uh, uh, in a way that Krishna is literally form of 
of Srimad Bhagavatam. That's Krishna doesn't, uh, Krishna is a literary form of Srimad Bhagavatam. And if Krishna is a form of Srimad Bhagavatam, so there's also a heart, right? And uh, and like he says that uh, that Radharani is always within the heart of Krishna. So what Rupa Goswami did, he did that he was he took out Srimati Radharani out of uh, the form of uh, uh, Krishna's uh, uh, literary form of Srimad Bhagavatam. So he he took it out uh, uh, Srimati Radharani and presented to us uh, as Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Mm. So, if you really want to understand Shimata Radharani, she is in, in, in that book. Uh, so, this is the heart of uh, Srimad Bhagavatam and uh, 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 Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. So, I don't know, somehow I was so inspired and I was so happy to hear. And I don't know, I, I forgot to, see, to, to look at what, what year was that. So, but yeah. Um, what I got out of this was really such a beautiful uh, meditation and whenever now I will take a Bhakti Samhita Sindhu book in my head, I will know that this is heart of Shimati Radharani. <laughs> Very nice, yeah. <clears throat> huh. um, speaking of deities, Radha, Radha deities or or not present Radha deities. Um, this was something I wondered about with the deity of uh, Radha Raman in Vrindavan, and that they have they have the deity Radha Raman, and then they next to him is um, what they call Gaddi Seva. And gaddi means can mean a seat, like an asana. And uh, one of the Goswamis, one of the priests, explained to me that there's a small golden uh, yantra, a radha yantra, next to Radharaman. And what you see, you don't see that yantra because it's covered and it's covered with a cloth which is wrapped sort of like you could say like a sari and then on top of that sort of sari they put a crown so the idea is that this yantra is the murti or is the presence of radharani and they further explained that uh, I think more than 120 or more years ago, some devotee of the Radharaman community, one of the followers, one of the disciples of one of the Goswamis, brought a Radha deity to, to give uh, to the temple uh, to be there with Radharaman. So they they installed Radharani there and for some time they were worshipping. He didn't tell me for how long. Um, but then the priest, I guess he was uh, yeah, one of the more prominent priests, I believe. Um, forgetting the name now, but 
had a dream, and in the dream, Radharaman came to him and said, you know, actually, there's no need for this Radha deity because Radha is already with me. <laughs> We're already together. <laughs> uh, and so from that dream, they took it seriously and they removed the Radharani deity. And that deity is now in some other temple, not in Vrindavan, not in Braj, I think, in one of the... There, <clears throat> there are some sort of branch temples of the Radharaman temple in different parts of North, North India, they explained. So in one of those temples... Um, yeah, and they also understand Radharaman, because he is combined Radha and Krishna, <clears throat> he is also Lord Chaitanya. Uh, Nice, okay. Uh, speaking of Radharani, who uh, took up my suggestion? Nowadays, we don't make orders, we just make suggestions. Um, <laughs> this is modern life. Uh, to read chapter four of Adi Lila Chaitanya Charitamrita. Diralalita, okay, very good. No one else. Oh, yes. <clears throat> um Nataraj has done very good. Okay. And maybe some others that I don't see here. Well, for those of you who didn't, um fifty percent of your life is wasted. <laughs> because in chapter four this is where Krishnadas Kaviraj explains why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears. <clears throat> he's explaining in the previous chapter, but in this chapter he's explaining in particular uh, his internal purpose. And... So I thought we could say a f uh, couple of things about this, but before that, let's see if either of you who did read something have some comments. Dira uh, Lalita or Gornataraj, anything you want to, anything that especially struck you from these verses. Hmm. Quiet. 
Everyone's very shanty today. Okay. Well, that's all right. Um, so let's go to this chapter. Now let's see if we can do some... Uh, Hare Krishna, here is Kavichandra speaking. Acha. Yeah, uh, can I say something? Please. I was I was not reading the whole chapter, but I remember one thing. I just opened this Chaitanya Charitamrita because the very first verse is very nice. Mm. Uh, in in relation to Vaishnava hermeneutics. Uh huh. It's this one chapter. Okay, I have in Polish, but I'm trying to translate. So it's a Sanskrit text that mm -hmm. says, Shri Chaitanya Prasadana Tatrupasya Vinirnayam Balopi Kurute Shastram Drishtva Vraja Vilasinaha. So, uh, by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even um, stupid child. Yeah, can, foolish. Yeah. Foolish child hmm. can uh, totally uh, describe according to uh, scriptures the true nature of uh, Lord Krishna, who is uh, uh, subject of uh, subject of. Um, of pleasure of uh, Vrajalila. Yeah, something like this. I don't know how this goes in English, but it's, it I, says that... I have yeah, it here. You know. I'll oh, can, can you, can I'll read it in English. By the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, mm -hmm. even a foolish child can fully describe the real nature of Lord Krishna, the enjoyer of the pastimes of Raja, according to the vision of the revealed scriptures. Yeah, so that's, that's something I thought. It's, it's exactly, it's, it's essence of Vaishnava hermeneutics here. Yeah, like, very good. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> so... Yeah, to understand Shastra or to understand Krishna and be able to describe him is by the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, by whose grace then one can present according to Shastra. So that's very good. That's what hermeneutics is. Thank you, yes. Uh, Dira Lalita, you wanted to say something. Yes, um, I wouldn't uh, dare to sort of talk about the, <laughs> the sport chapter, um, but I have a question. Um, I don't know if I've understood it properly, that the actual full chapter is the commentary of the verse uh, number six from Adelila chapter one. Yes. Fifth and sixth together. Oh, actually, um, yeah, it's kind of fifth and sixth together, it seems, but explicitly um, it's, uh, it's explaining the fifth, um, 
Yeah, the fifth verse. Um, and 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 this is the whole structure of of the first um, several chapters of the Adi Lila. Uh, there are fourteen verses in the very beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and uh, each one of these. Mm, Krishnadas Kaviraj expands on through the next several chapters uh, is what he's doing. He's giving the the purport, as he said. Yes, good point. Thank you very much. I, I just wanted to say that I've read it the day before Radastami, and uh -huh. then um, Mother Vishaka, Mother Vishaka, your, your, your dear god sister, she was giving class on the Dastami at the Dhamma Manor. Uh -huh. So I, I've, list, I've watched and listened to it online, and um, and she actually used the whole four, fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita and actually <laughs> gave class on that. Oh. And thank you so much. So I could actually follow her class. Yeah. Um, um, with, with much more attention than if I wouldn't have read it. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> uh, we got some messages that some of you have started, some of you um, have read it, and some of you have read half of it, and some of you are intending to read it. Yeah, so all these are good. <laughs> um but let's look at just a little of it because in the in the beginning because I want to I want to give some point a couple of points about how Krishnadas Kaviraj is how he's organizing things so to say and it has to do with our subject of of hermeneutics as well um, okay share screen let's see what happens. Uh, dun -dun -dun. Yeah, share. Okay. I suppose you can see now. Everyone can see, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we heard the first verse, and then we get some verses glorifying um, Lord Chaitanya and his associates. And then he says, I have described the meaning of the fourth verse. So that's what he did in the, in the previous chapter. Fourth verse means uh, the fourth, fourth verse of the very first chapter. And now he says, now hear from me about the fifth verse. And <laughs> I, I have to maybe look more carefully, um, but it didn't seem that he is at least explicitly explaining the sixth verse in this chapter, but rather he's going right on to the seventh verse in the next chapter. And what struck me then is if you go back to chapter one and look at verse number six, uh, there's not even a purport there. Prabhupada is uh, not even giving a purport. So I thought about that, that, um, 
Okay, the purport to that verse is uh, some chapters in Antilila of Chaitanya Charitamrita, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Gambira is absorbed, uh, deeply absorbed in the mood of Shimati Radharani. Um, okay, so he announces, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to elaborate now on this uh, fifth verse. Um, but he doesn't do that right away. First, he wants to give some background, some context. And the context is basically that uh, the Lord has different purposes when he comes. Um, and roughly speaking, we can say there's an external and an imp internal purpose. Satya ehetu kintu eho bahiranga aro ekahetu shuno ache antaranga. Although this is true, what is true? Uh, that so he says. Uh, yes, uh, one of my purposes is to spread, to propagate the chanting of the holy name and spread love of God. Um, but then he says, that's my external reason. Uh, there's an internal reason. And, and, and then he, he's tying back in verse number seven, the scriptures proclaim Purve Jena Pritivir Bare Hori Bare Krishna Abhatirna Hoila Shastrete Prachare. The scriptures proclaim that Lord Krishna previously descended to take away the burden of the earth. Uh, and of course, that's very much there in the Bhagavatam. Um, but then he kind of says the opposite in the next verse. <laughs> uh, oops. Maybe I can move this. Yeah, nope. Yes, okay. Uh, to take away this burden, however, is not the work of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. What? I thought it just said that it is. Svayam Bhagavanir Karmana He Bharaharana. This is not the work of Svayam Bhagavan. Uh, rather, Stiti Karta Vishnu Karen Jagat Palana. It's Lord Vishnu who does this, this work. Uh, okay. And again, he's making context. He's giving the bigger context, how, it, how it, all of this leading up to why the Lord appears as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, but the time to lift the burden of the world mixed with the time for Lord Krishna's incarnation. And this, there's, a, uh, there's quite some discussion of how... It's significant that Krishna appears uh, when he appears. That's in Tattva Sandarbha. Anyway, Kintu Krishna Jai Hoi Avatar Kal Bhara Horana Kal Tate Hoila 
mishal. Mishala means mixture. So now two purposes are going to happen at once. Then some, but someone may say, okay, so if Krishna appears, then that means Vishnu doesn't appear. So if there's going to be two purposes and Krishna only does one of them, how is that going to work? So then he explains, Purna Bhagavan Avatare Jay Kale Arshab Avatar Shab Avatar All the Avatars Tante Ashi Mile when the Supreme Personality of God descends, all other incarnations of the Lord meet together within him. Okay. Then he gives some details. Narayana, Chaturvyuha, Matsya Adi, Avatar, Juga, Manvantara, Avatar, Jyotta, Achear, Shave, Ashi, Krishna, Onge, Hoi, Abhatirna, Aiche, Abhatare, Kishno Bhagavan Purna. Uh, he's kind of explaining in more detail what it means to say Purna Bhagavan, the, f- the f- complete personality of Godhead. And there's discussion of that in Tattva Sandarbha as well. It's considered very important to understand um, what is meant by Bhagavan. Jiva Goswami is puts a lot of emphasis on that. Therefore, Ataeva Vishnu Takon Krishna Sharire Vishnu Dare Kore Krishna Ashur Shonghare. Um, at that time, therefore, Lord Vishnu is present in the body of Lord Krishna, and Lord Krishna kills the demons through him. Okay, so that function is explained uh, because the Lord appears in his full form, including Vishnu. Vishnu takes care of the demons. Um, And then Anushanga Karma, secondary work. This is Anushanga. This is not uh, his primary work. A. Ashurmaran. Je lagi obotar kahi se mula karana. Now he's going to speak about the mula karana, the main reason. Mula, mula means root, uh, can also mean main re- reason. And here it comes. Now it starts to get interesting. <laughs> Prema rosha nirjas korite ashadana. Raga marga bhakti loke korite pracharana. Roshika shekar krishna paramakarana. E dui hetu hoite ichar udgama. The Lord's desire to appear was born from two reasons. The Lord wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of lo- love of God, and he wanted to propagate devotional service in the world on the platform of spontaneous attraction, raga marga. Thus, he is known as supremely jubilant and as the most merciful of all. Hmm. Uh, 
Um, so raga marga, marga means path. And raga, of course, means attachment. Uh, it can mean strong emotion. And in the word-for-word, word, Prabhupada says, the path of spontaneous attraction. He often uses that word spontaneous. Um, but it, we should perhaps also mention in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, uh, there's a considerable discussion about Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti, and then there's also the notion of Raganuga Sadhana Bhakti. And this is sometimes confusing for devotees. Raganuga is sadhana? Yes, it is sadhana. It is a practice. And in that practice, there are also specific procedures. Um, and those procedures overlap uh, very much with vaidhi sadhana bhakti. In fact, much of what's in vaidhi sadhana is continued in raganuga sadhana. But the mood is different. The mood is, I do it because I want to please the Lord, I want to please the Vaishnavas, rather than I do it because it's a duty. Um, now, Prabhupada explains some of that here. I won't detain. And then, <laughs> Uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj, dare I say, imagines what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is thinking or what Krishna is, no, what Krishna is thinking in um, Goloka, Vrindavan, in the spiritual world. All the universe is filled with a conception of my majesty, but love weakened by that sense of majesty does not satisfy me. Um, so he's now giving his further reasons why he wants to appear. He wants to experience himself in that spontaneous love because that is what is really satisfying. Okay, now here we start to come to a point I wanted to make. So then uh, Krishnadas gives a Bengali verse, Amake ta jj bhakta bhajj bhave taro sheshe bhave bhaji e mor shobhave. In whatever transcendental mellow my devotee worships me, I reciprocate with him. That is my natural behavior. Um, I noted one line in the last end of this purport. It struck me. Prabhupada says, this devotional service, uh, this spontaneous devotion, pure devotion, is executed in a favorable atmosphere freed from material affection. Hmm. These are... <clears throat> it's a tall order, we may say, in this material world. Okay, now, now we get a familiar verse from Bhagavad Gita, 
And this is where I wanted to just point out, maybe it's obvious, but very often this is what Krishnadas is doing. He'll do it um, either by giving a verse in Bengali and then a Sanskrit verse to confirm what he just said in Bengali or the other way around. He'll give the Sanskrit verse and then he'll give Bengali translation in effect of the Sanskrit verse or more than one verse, it may be several. And that's of course what he's doing. This whole chapter is an expansion of the Sanskrit verse, uh, verse number five in the first chapter. But here he's just giving a sort of preliminary reference. And the point I want to make is that he is, he is supporting what he's saying from a Shastra which would be taken as more broadly authoritative. Um, Bhagavad Gita, everyone accepts Bhagavad Gita uh, in the wider, at least in the Vaishnava world, everyone accepts Bhagavad Gita. So, so he's saying that uh, he's, he, he's confirming what Krishna is saying in Bengali, so to say, <laughs> with a statement from Krishna in Bhagavad Gita in Sanskrit, because Sanskrit is generally considered more a more authoritative language for Shastra. And then he's elaborating d different examples. Uh, he says, if one cherishes pure loving devotion to me, thinking of me as son, friend, or beloved, regarding himself as great, and considering me as equal or inferior, I become subordinate to him. Hmm. Now that's something one would not automatically understand from the Sanskrit verse. Um, I reciprocate, basically. As they approach me, I, I respond. Uh, but, yeah, one may not think that, because Krishna says that, that this would be the case, that... Um, one could have a relationship with Krishna as like a parent or like a friend, and Krishna would reciprocate with that and even put himself in a subordinate position. That's not apparent from the verse. Okay, and then uh, he goes on with some authoritative reference, and this is going to be from the Bhagavatam. Mayi bhaktir hi bhutanam amritatvaya kalpate dishtya yat asin matsneho bhavatinam mat apanaha. Devotional service rendered to me by the living beings revives their eternal life. O oh, my dear damsels of Raja, 
Your affection for me is your good fortune, for it is the only means by which you have obtained my favor. Now, aside from what Krishna is saying in this verse, let's take note of where is this verse, and we can see this in the purport, and this is one of the advantages of uh, the Veda base in English. So in the purport, we have the reference where this is quoted from, and we can click it, and there we go, right to it. Um, and, and then we immediately find out this is Krishna and Balaram. This is within the chapter, Krishna and Balaram meet the inhabitants of Vrindavan. Where are they meeting? They're meeting in Kurukshetra. And so what is happening here is that Krishna is meeting the gopis and uh, he's come from Dvaraka, they've come from Raja, they're meeting, and there's all kinds of intense um, emotions being felt by the Rajbasis especially. And Krishna is speaking to them, wanting to pacify them, but in a sense not being very successful because he's speaking... Uh, sort of high philosophy instead of <laughs> instead of uh, the, the the feelings of devotion that they want to hear but here he admits uh, by your good fortune you have developed special loving attitude toward me um, and that's very nice uh, and he goes on my dear ladies I'm the beginning and end of all created beings and exist both within and without them, just as the elements, ether, water, air, earth, air, and fire are the beginning and end of all material objects and exist both within and without them. And he goes on like this, sort of being philosophical, uh, which is not really what the gopis want to hear. Um, but... Here, my point is just that we can uh, sometimes be alert. Let's see if I can go back now. Which one of these works? I don't know. Yeah, that worked. Um, it can be very interesting to go to the reference, the original reference that Krishna does, Kaviraj. Uh, or the verse that he's giving us, what is the or origin of that? What is the context of that? And in that way, uh, it becomes, um, well, it becomes part of the process of, it can become part of the process of hermeneutics, of understanding the meaning. In this particular case, though, we have two contexts. We have the Chaitanya Charitamrita context, and we have the Bhagavatam contexts. So it can get a little complicated. Um, and then uh, I wanted to go to verse 45. Let's see. 
see if, uh, whoa, going too fast, stop. Okay, 45. Yato, yato svadha visheshola samayi api ratir vasanaya svadvi bhasate kapi kasyachit. Increasing love is experienced in various tastes, one above another, but that love which has the highest taste in the gradual succession of desire manifests itself in the form of conjugal love. So we're getting some kind of, in a sense, like definition here, um, and also a brief explanation of the hierarchy of the rasas. Uh, and this is all leading up to introducing Shimati Radharani. The only point I wanted to make is that this is a verse that Krishna does is quoting from Srila Rupa Goswami. So, historically, we know uh, Rupa Goswami wrote Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and completed it several years before Krishnadas Kaviraj wrote his uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. So Krishnadas is drawing on the teachings of Rupa Goswami and the other Goswamis, he quotes also, but especially Rupa Goswami, because one thing he's doing in Chaitanya Charitamrita is he's bringing together the kind of essence of the Goswami's teachings. And he's mixing it all up together with the story of Lord Chaitanya's life. And this is what makes it Amrita, Chaitanya Charita Amrita. Uh, it's kind of the nectar of the nectar. Um, and the Goswamis, like Rupa Goswami and the others, they are drawing especially from uh, from the Srimad Bhagavatam. They're elaborating the Bhagavatam and giving commentary on the Bhagavatam. Okay, a little further. Yes, verse number 48. Yeah, before that he talks about Parakya Bhava, Swakya Bhava, and he says Parakya Bhava. Um, is found nowhere but in Raja. Okay, and then, Raja Vadu Ganer E Bhava Niravadi Tara Madhye Shri Radhai Bhaver Avadi. This mood is unbounded in the damsels of Raja, but among them, it finds its perfection in Sri Radha. So this is the first mention, at least in this chapter, maybe it's the first mention explicit of Radha, except in the in the introductory verses of chapter one. Um, the whole point being to position Radha. Why is Radha so important? Um, this mood of, uh, is unbounded. It is near avadi amongst all the queens of Raja. Uh, they're called vadu, 
which can mean wife, um, and avadi. Radha's uh, bhava is avadi. It's it's at the highest limit. And then finally, in verse fifty-five, we get to the mula verse. There's further explanations, all leading up to preparing us for this verse. And this is a uh, repetition of verse number five in Adi Lila, chapter one, uh, verse number five. Radha Krishna pranaya vikritir ladini shaktirasmat ekatmana vapi bhuvi pura dehabedam gatautau chaitanya kyam prakadamaduna tvatvayang chaikyam aptam Radha Bhava Duty Suvalitam Naomi Krishna Swarupam. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, previously they separated themselves. Now, these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. Um, I'm not sure this may be also a verse from Sort of Damodar Goswami, I believe it may be. So this, you could say, this is verse 55. It took 54 verses to get to the first verse uh, that Krishna Das wants to explain. And now for the rest of the chapter, he's going to explain this verse. Um, and explanation is for what purpose? It's to understand meaning. And understanding meaning, this is what hermeneutics is about. <clears throat> um, okay, now I'm looking at your comments. And... Oh, so many things. <laughs> Uh, Chitrakarani is asking why Chandravali is existing. What's her function? <laughs> Chandravali is, you can say, existing to intensify the drama of, of Krishna's Mad, Madhurya Leela um, because he sometimes visits Chandravali and then Radharani finds out and she becomes angry. And then Krishna has to... And this way Radharani displays mana or uh, lover's anger and this makes big trouble for Krishna 
and he has to uh, he has to submit himself to Radharani in order to again win her favor. So this is going on, um, and Chandravali is helping in this purpose. That's putting it briefly. Uh, yes, she's creating tension. Um, transcendental, uh, in, transcendental tension, we may say. <clears throat> Is she also Shimati Radharani? Well, from a perspective of tattva, we may say she's an expansion of Radharani because Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Radhika Paradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Kanti San Mohini Para Sarva Lakshmi Mai She is all of the Lakshmis. So that's from the perspective of Tattva, but um, in Krishna's Vraja Madhurya Lila, Tattva takes a back seat. That's the whole point of Rajlila, is to put tattva way, way back in the back uh, so, so that it doesn't disturb uh, the lila. And Sita, Sita Sundari, is asking, please speak about the importance of sub-religious principles like honesty, moral behavior, faithfulness, and how we can implement them in our own lives. And also in ISKCON at large, quoting my Guru Maharaj, that's Mir Krishna Goswami, a good human being is not always a devotee, but a devotee is always a good human being. Sometimes it seems that we are missing this point, considering some of the behaviors among devotees. <laughs> Yes, that's a big topic. Um, yeah, we might take it from, as a starting point, Prabhupada's quip. He said, first, first become conscious and then become Krishna conscious. Uh, so, and from another perspective, we may want to use the term dharma and understand that bhakti is, is, is working on the foundation of dharma. And, and therefore, when um, Sutta Goswami says, savai pungsang paro dharma yato bhaktir at hokchade, the highest dharma is uh, free from motivation and uninterrupted uh, and completely satisfies the self. Well, how is that dharma, which is bhakti, uh, going to be, how is it going to be unmotivated and uninterrupted unless it is well uh, situated on the foundation of dharma. Uh, if, it's not f uh, if it's not resting on the foundation of dharma, 
and then what is it resting on? It will be resting on our own whims. And unless we are um, actually, you know, actually connected at all times with the super soul, where we can say, no, Krishna wants me to do this, even though it may seem like a dharma, um, then it's it can just be the whims of our minds. Um, and that's that can be rather than rather than fostering bhakti, it can be destroying our bhakti. Now someone will say, but <clears throat> in that case, <clears throat> In that case, why does Krishna say sarva-dharma and prityaja? <laughs> having, <given clears throat> having given up all dharma, just surrender to me and I will protect you. Having given up all dharma means having understood the purport of dharma, having understood the, fun the purposes, uh, the principles of dharma, the principle, the ultimate principle is surrender to Krishna. But what does Krishna tell Arjuna to do in the Bhagavad Gita? He tells him to fight. Uh, and why should he fight? Because it's, it's, it's his dharma. He is a kshatriya. And he tells him in the end, uh, if you decide not to fight, you're anyway going to follow your nature. So, <clears throat> so from the perspective of Dharma and Bhakti and their relationship, it makes sense, or it is, it is right, uh, that we are respectful of, um, yeah, sub-religious principles. Uh, you give example of honesty, moral behavior, faithfulness. We may say also uh, Krishna is giving these in the Bhagavad Gita in terms of, uh, especially in terms of the modes of nature, um, Becoming fixed in the mode of goodness is very much about following such principles. Uh, anudvega karang vakyam, so for honesty, uh, satyam priyahitam chayat, rule, um, austerity of speech in the mode of goodness is described in chapters 17. And like that, there's austerities of uh, the body, austerities of the mind. Um, and that's another general point is that uh, to be Brahminical is to perform austerity. Um, and it's the wealth of the Brahmins to uh, follow austerities. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's what makes us... Um, what makes us rich.
and so to um, to observe what we're referring to as sub-religious principles is um, we may want to say this is morality and this morality to perform is to uh, follow austerities and to follow austerities is to to be wealthy <laughs> but this so far all of this is just on the side of what's good for me but of course what we want to think about as well is uh, what is right in terms of interaction dealings with others and for that I mean how old was I when I heard what I was uh, told is the golden rule the golden rule do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And there's many versions of that rule uh, in practically all cultures of the world. The Chinese have it. Uh, I think they reverse it. Don't do unto others what you don't want to have done unto you. <laughs> and so on. And uh, famously, the... Um, the European-German philosopher Immanuel Kant sort of uh, elaborated on that and made it into his sort of foundational moral principle uh, that one should consider oneself. What, sh what I should do, sh uh, how do I determine how to act? I think, how would, the, how would it be best for the whole world to act? And that's putting it a little crudely, but that's kind of what he was saying. Think, what would be the best for the whole world to act? I will act that way. Um, how to implement them in our lives? Well... I guess one thing is to talk more about them. Uh, being good is not a bad thing. <laughs> Sometimes we we think, uh, you know, I'm going to be. We should be transcendental. Therefore, we should not be good. Um, well, um, a good starting point could be also to read. Chapter 12, Bhagavad Gita, uh, starting with, uh, what is it, verse number, around number 12, from 12 to 20. All the different characteristics of a devotee that are pleasing to Krishna. And it turns out that all those qualities uh, are fitting very well with, yeah, what we might call sub-religious principles. And uh, another point is from Srila Prabhupada. He said, a devotee is a perfect gentleman or a perfect lady. So those are a couple of thoughts. Um, further, Sita is writing, 
a practical example, I know several persons who are not devotees, but they're good human beings. For example, they would never cheat on their wife or husband, as happens sometimes in the devotee world, although this devotee may chant 16 rounds, etc., etc. If you can please help me on this. Um, yeah, the thing is, our Lord Chaitanya's mercy is extending to everyone, and uh, by his mercy we're all here. And I think we also want to be very careful uh, to not put ourselves in into an attitude of holier than thou, um, you know, sort of self-righteousness. I sometimes quote Oscar Wilde, every saint has a past and every uh, scoundrel has a future. Every saint has a past. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> I can say for myself, I'm not by any means a saint, but hopefully going in that direction. But I have a past. <laughs> and um, I have to live with my past. So, um, obviously, also, um, we as as a as a society of devotees, there is that tendency. Uh, we want to think we are the good guys, and everyone else are the bad guys. Uh, when actually, it's not at all like that. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of in the final judgment, this is the Christian idea. There's going to be a final judgment. Who knows, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's going to be God who does the judging, not us. And he may look at, he may look at, you know, Krishna Kshetra Swami and say, oh no, oh my God. <laughs> what are we going to do with this guy? <clears throat> So, yeah, we want to be very cautious about judgment, uh, judgment, judging others. And, uh, and at the same time, we should be very, um, well, self-critical in such a way that will help us in our devotional progress, not self-critical in a way which is going to destroy us in our spiritual progress. Um, oh, let's see, we have, okay, there's so much, so much. Uh, Chitakarani has a question from verse 106. You wanna ask that, Chitakarani? Oops, maybe she's not there.
Oh, here she comes. Are you there? No? I don't see. Oh. Hare Krishna. Ah, oh, there you are. Hare Krishna, please accept my respectful obeisance. Hare Krishna. Uh, I, would, I would like to ask a very quick question. Uh, hmm. uh, here in text 106. Yes, uh, I've just brought it up. The heart of Lord Chaitanya is the image of Sri Radhika's emotions. Thus, feelings of pleasure uh, and pain arise uh, constantly therein. And uh, here um, we always read that um, Lord Chaitanya is the embodiment of both uh, Sri Krishna and Sri Radharani. Mm -hmm. And so in his heart there are always his feelings. But he's always, uh, he's, uh, he has madness to reach uh, Krishna because they're always in separation uh, because he's feeling the feelings of Srimati Radharani and that's why actually he have the he he has the body as Lord Chaitanya his aim is to have these feelings and also to teach us mm -hmm. but they are together so isn't it so they are together why he's feeling the separation <laughs> together actually <laughs> because as spirit souls we have krishna in our heart and also we are there but we are not krishna we are tiny spirit souls so we can have the separation but krishna is with shirmati radharani in one form they can't be more united than that so why they have the separation yeah well one explanation could be uh, and the, the technical term is slipping my mind right now. But uh, there are four kinds, uh, four, four categories, four types of separation that, um, that the gopis feel. Uh, the, the first is purvarag, uh, the, the anticipation of meeting Krishna. Uh, then there's mana. Uh, which is a mood of anger, which we mentioned before. And then the third is the one I want to um, refer to, but I'm not remembering the term. Um, and that's the experience of feeling absence even when the Lord is present. And then, and then there's a story about this, uh, that, how does that story go? I don't like to repeat stories unless I can repeat them properly, so I won't. But Radha and Krishna are together, and suddenly Radharani feels in her confusion that, yeah, it, it has to do with a, a play on the word madhu, um, because a, a bumblebee is disturbing Radharani, and... Um, Madhu Mangala manages to get rid of the bumblebee and he says Madhu is now gone Radharani becomes anxious oh my Madhu is gone you know because that's also referring to Krishna Krishna is right there but she's feeling his absence 
So, <laughs> and of course, that can happen in real life as well. I mean, you know, even husband and wife can be living together so many years and feel distant from each other, and that is uh, a kind of sense of absence. But that's very different, obviously, from what uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is experiencing. Um, oh, we're coming to the end of our time already. Dira Lalita is asking if I know about Chaitanya Subodini, uh, written by devotees at Govardhan Village. I think you mean Govardhan Eco Village. And yes, I'm familiar with this. Um, and <laughs> that sounds like Malati Mala. Anyway, so uh, yes, I can recommend. They, they also have study guides for Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, sorry, for Bhagavatam, uh, Bhagavatam Subodhini, maybe it's called, uh, that goes up through, so far, up through seventh or eighth canto. I guess they're working on others. And uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, I don't know if they have all of it done yet. But yes, these are very nice for studying. Very, they put things in nice, systematic ways. Uh, ta -da, ta -da. Oh, thank you, uh, Deva Radhika. You've given us the terms purvaraga, mana, pravasa, and prema vaichitya. Okay, prema vaichitya is the one. Um, this confusion sense of absence of the Lord. Prabhas is when there's actual absence, the Lord is elsewhere. Uh, and there's, what did we hear from Madhavananda? There's dur, dura prabhas, which is when the, there's separation for a few hours during the day in Praj. And there's Atidura Prabhas when Krishna goes to Mathura. Um, and then they're in anxiety that he may never return. And in that anxiety, they meet Krishna in uh, Kurukshetra, but when they meet him, what's going on? There's elephants, horses, soldiers. He's a prince. He's never the king. It's, it's a mistake to say that Krishna is the king of Dwarka. He's not the king because the Yadus have been cursed that they cannot be kings since um, King Yadu, I think. Anyway, uh, there's all this opulence, all this Aishvarya, and they're feeling extremely out of place, the Rajbasis. And therefore, they want to bring Krishna to Vrindavan. And that's what they do. And that's what happens in Puri, in Jagannath Puri. The, the Jagannath Ratayatra is bringing Krishna to Vrindavan.
Hare Krishna. Well, we've come to the end of our time. I didn't even get to our Shastra Advisory Council hermeneutics discussion this time. Um, I think we made available this file which gives an overview of uh, the mm, materials, uh, the qualities, the principles, and the tools. So if you haven't seen that, you're welcome to download it and um, read through it. And maybe you have questions from that next week. We can discuss. Um, yeah, I've been little thinking how to how to proceed with that because it's really a huge topic. One way would be to take up a specific problematic statement and then try to work through the pot, pro, work through the process. Um, but we'll see. Let's so then I think we have to come to an end now. And I will say, oh, let me stop this. Stop, share, there. Ah, there you all are. Yeah, again, thank you all so much for coming, joining on this um, Saturday afternoon or morning or evening. And we wish you a wonderful week. And we will see you again, Krishna willing, next week. I don't know, maybe we'll still be here. It's quite possibly. Yeah, it's nice to be next to the ocean. It's, it's, uh, it's nice. Okay. Thank you all, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Rinda Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Prem Anande Hari 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 Hari